Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope that you are having a wonderful week so far. And I'm just going to talk today about dealing with disappointment and also discouragement, specifically in the area of whenever we are trying new things for our children, whether that would be some kind of alternative treatment, some kind of natural remedy, some kind of new therapy, it could be really anything. But we really have put a lot of hope into trying some kind of new thing to help our child and then we're not seeing the progress that we were hoping we would get. How do we deal with those feelings of disappointment whenever we come up against that? I feel like it's something that all of us have encountered in some different form at least one time or another. I know it's something I've encountered multiple times so I just want to have a conversation about it. So let's go. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Hey friends, are you struggling with negative thinking? Do you feel like these negative thoughts are just on replay in your mind and you don't know how to get them to stop? Or do you wish that you were spending more time praying over your family, filling your mind with biblically-based thoughts, but you don't even really know where to get started? I want to help you out with that. I have spent the last several years really trying to work on being intentional with my thoughts, and I want to share with you these biblically-based daily declarations that I have come up with that I speak over my family, that I pray over my life. I love to have these declarations written out and then also have the scripture that goes along with it. So I'm not only filling my mind with these thoughts that I have chosen in advance to think on, but also I'm filling my mind with the scripture that I've based that thought off of. So I have created a free PDF that you can grab, which just shares some of those daily declarations that I use very frequently. There are more than what I shared on this PDF, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of an example of what I do. And I want to say it has been so transformative for me in the area of just my attitude and the things that I choose to focus on whenever I am very intentional about filling my heart and my mind with scripture and with the good and lovely things that God has given me and just choosing to find the joy in situations regardless of how difficult they are. And I want that for you as well. So you can find the link for this free PDF in the description below in the show notes, and I hope that you enjoy them. All right, so I'm sure you guys have been there just like I have. You have been researching, you've been looking for different things to help your child, and you've really invested, whether it be financially or your time, or just your mental focus, or maybe even all three, into this new therapy, this new treatment, this new whatever the thing may be. And you have maybe read, this is what I do, like I'll research it out, read testimonies from other people, um, get feedback from other people who have done the same thing. And then I get this idea in my mind of what I'm going to see for my specific child that I'm working with on whatever the thing may be. And time goes by and then that 
doesn't happen. And I will really start to feel disappointed because I thought for sure that I had figured out something that was going to help my child to improve their quality of life. Because like I've shared before, this is not about changing my children. This is not changing. This is not about changing the way that their minds work or anything like that. It is always about giving them the best quality of life possible. And I think as moms, that's always our heart behind this. And that's something I'm always going to share because I feel like we can go from one extreme to the other where we think we have to fix everything and change everything or the other extreme where we can kind of just say everything is because of whatever they have going on, whether that be some kind of health issue, whether it is that they are just neurodivergent. It it can be just kind of this extreme of like, okay, well, it's all because they're this way and this is just the, the way their brain is wired. And I don't really want to live on either side of those camps. I would really like to live in the middle because I think that there are values to both sides of those. But I think when we go to extremes on either side, that's where we can get into a little bit of trouble of not giving our kids the best quality of life possible. Or the other end would be trying to fix our children for something that doesn't need fixed. But for me, I just want to look at them and say, okay, yes, their brains do work differently. I see value in that. I respect that. And at the same time, I also understand that because their brains work differently and because they have other things going on, they also have some health issues and some struggles that I would really like to address and to help them to have the best quality of life possible. That's my goal as a mom. So I have a child who deals with pandas specifically, and that's the one I think of the most because of the fact that it is actually a an autoimmune reaction to strep. It, it's strep in my child's situation anyways. And I also have autoimmune issues, so I'm very well versed with how that can affect your quality of life. It's something that's very important to me that I help my child as much as possible with. So I have absolutely spent hours researching. I, My husband and I have spent a lot of money trying to help my child just to be able to manage this pandas. And there have been times that we have spent money and it's been wonderful and we've seen a lot of progress. And if you know anything about autoimmune disease, you know that sometimes it has a tendency to flare back up. It is very much a roller coaster. I've found that to be true with myself as well. And it's not predictable. So there have also been times whenever we have tried something and it didn't work at all. And that's, it's a real bummer. (laughs) It really stinks to invest all of this energy and money thinking that this is going to help your child just to be able to regulate, just to be able to not feel like their brain is on fire. And then it doesn't help. But regardless of whichever scenario I've been in where we tried something and it didn't work at all, Or we tried something and it was really helping and then for whatever reason, the child had a flare up and I felt like we had gone backwards three steps. I have really been left in a point of despair. (laughs) If I'm being very honest, sometimes despair and discouragement and just feeling like, okay, Lord, I don't know what else to do to help my child. And it's not a fun place to be in. It's not a good feeling. If you're like me, and if you're listening, you probably are like me. You want to spend time doing whatever you can to help your children. You love your children insanely, and you want to help them as much as possible. And when it feels like you have spent a lot of your effort to help them, and it still feels like it's not helping them like you thought it would, it just really, really stinks. 
And so that's why I want to just talk about it. Let, let's have a conversation about the reality that sometimes we get disappointed. Sometimes we get discouraged. And it's not because we want to change our children. It's not because there's anything wrong with our children or there's anything wrong with the fact that we've tried these different things. It's just that it didn't go like we thought it would. And feeling discouraged and disappointed is a natural human emotion. So how can we deal with this in a way that is honoring to the Lord, that is honoring to our children, and that is actually healthy? And that has been a battle for me of working through this. Like, how can I handle this in a way that is honoring to my family, honoring to the Lord, but that also allows me to actually deal with the feelings that I feel that are very real, that I don't have to feel bad about feeling them because it's actually normal. Just like a parent who has a typically developing child, if something happens, you know, maybe they thought this child was going to do X, Y, and Z, and then it didn't happen. Well, they feel disappointed too. It doesn't make them a horrible parent. It just makes them human. And I think that sometimes we put this idea of superhumanness on ourselves, which I've shared about, the, you know, being super mom, feeling like we have to be super mom in a past episode. But I think that sometimes we think that we're not even allowed to have these feelings of disappointment or discouragement because somehow that must mean that we're saying something about our kids. And that's not true at all. I think it's absolutely possible to feel both things at the same time. We can feel extreme gratitude and thankfulness for our kids and complete acceptance and respect for them and how God has made them. And at the same time, feel really discouraged and disappointed that something didn't work out the way that we thought it would. So I want to share with you four different things that I have found that have really helped me to work through these feelings of just feeling kind of beat up by life. <laughs> I've been going through a little bit of that over the last few weeks. I'm just like, whoo, I feel like life just keeps knocking me down. And I think that's why I really felt like the Lord was just pointing me to share this is because of the fact that I'm kind of in the middle of it right now. And so these resources that I use are very much front of mind for me because it's something I'm having right now to be very intentional about working through and making sure that I am focusing on these things in order to get myself back to that place of joy, of peace, of the fruits of the spirit, and of just feeling like I am showing up for my home, for my family, for my life in the way that I desire to, and not from a place of defeat. So the first step for me is to be honest about my feelings. This again, like I've talked about so many times, is why community is so important. It's why being willing to be open and honest and just say, I am really struggling or I thought this was really going to go a different way than it did. And it feels really disappointing. Having people that you can talk to and just be honest about that, I think is so important. We have to be able to speak our feelings out and to do it in a way that it's going to be healthy, not someone who's going to make you feel worse after you're done talking about it or who's just going to add to it, but someone who's actually going to help you process your feelings in a healthy way and help you to leave the conversation feeling like you've been able to relieve some of that stress and that pressure you feel, but you're also going away with a positive mindset and feeling like you have a new outlook on things and like you're ready to move forward. And one way that I do this is with the daily check-ins with my husband, which I've also talked about in episode 18, and I will actually link that episode below. But whenever we're doing our daily check-in with each other, we will share three different feelings that we've had for the day. And so if I've had been struggling with a feeling of disappointment or of discouragement, that's the opportunity for me to share with my husband that I am feeling this way because of this. 
And then for him to hear me and to be able to validate the fact that it's okay that I feel that way. And then for me to just be able to talk that through. And just having that opportunity to talk through, to name the feeling you're feeling and why you're feeling it, and then get another person's perspective, it really is so helpful. So maybe it's not your husband, but maybe there's a friend that you can talk to, or maybe there's a mentor, or you're always welcome to email me as well. But just someone that you can talk to and say, I'm really struggling with this, and I just need to talk it through. I really thought that this was going to go this way, and it didn't. And I just feel really discouraged by that. And then the next thing I would say would be to be intentional about looking for the small wins that are actually going on that maybe because you had this really big idea or outcome that you thought was going to happen, you've actually, you were so hyper-focused on this one thing that you thought was going to happen or this one outcome that you've actually kind of missed those little wins along the way. So I would say to actually slow down and look back and say, okay, well, Maybe this didn't happen, but is this actually a little bit better? Or is my child dealing with this situation a little bit better? Or I'm seeing a little bit of progress here. Maybe you've missed those small wins along the way. And I want to encourage you that my experience has been that it is not typically huge wins that happen for my kids. It is not typically huge leaps in um, development. It is usually very small steps that as I look back, Over time, I realized, oh, wow, we've come a lot further than I actually realized because we are with them every day. So we may not necessarily notice these small things. And so I think being intentional about looking, but then also maybe even being intentional about documenting. This could be with video. This could be writing things out. But I just want to encourage you that forward is forward. The speed does not matter. So the fact that you're making forward progress is something to celebrate and to be really encouraged in. And I think that sometimes we do lose sight of that. I know I do. And we forget to look for those little things. And that could actually really spur us on just to keep going, to keep putting in the effort, to keep doing all the things that we can to give our children the best quality of life possible. So just encourage yourself with that, that it doesn't matter if I'm not seeing this huge leap. If I'm seeing some small step forward, that is what matters. And you know what? Even if I'm not, it's okay because God is in control of my child's journey. And I know he is directing our paths. And on top of that, Just because I'm not seeing something right now doesn't mean that progress isn't happening. Doesn't mean that healing isn't happening. It doesn't mean that something isn't going on and we're just not seeing that physical outward evidence of it yet. And so just finding that time to encourage yourself in remembering that maybe your child is using a fork now and they couldn't before. It's just these small wins that, yes, maybe we were really hoping that they would be talking in full sentences and they're not yet. And it's okay to feel discouraged about that. But then how can we encourage ourselves to keep moving forward? How can we look for the good? How can we look for the progress? And then can we remind ourselves that it doesn't matter how fast it is? Forward is forward. And that is something to be celebrated. Three, I would say really ties into number two, but it is actually choosing gratitude for those wins. So you look for the wins and then you choose to focus on being grateful for those wins. And by that, I mean very intentionally, not just this idea of like, oh, I'm going to be grateful, but actually setting out to be intentional with focusing on what you're grateful for. So this could be listing to someone else. This is something else my husband and I do with our daily check-in is we list three things we're grateful for every single day. So you're listing to someone else or writing it down, whatever works for you or both. You're going to either write it out or you're going to list for someone else at least three things, three to five things that you're grateful for that day. 
and they don't all have to be about your kid. But maybe this is the time where you're very intentional in saying, okay, I did notice that this seems to be going a lot better. It could even be that they really got upset or they got very overstimulated and then they were able to regulate themselves a lot faster. It could be something like that, which is a huge win. But maybe you find that time, that intentional time of being grateful, whether, like I said, it's talking to someone else or writing it down and then you're sharing there. And you are focusing on those things that you are grateful for. Another thing that I love to do, I take videos of my kids. And then what I love to do is to go back, especially if it's a time, I don't do this daily, but if it's a time where I'm feeling really discouraged or just defeated, I will go back and watch old videos of my kids. And it just reminds me of how far my kids have actually come. That sometimes I just forget And I need that encouragement and that reminder that we have actually come further than I am thinking we have in this moment because of where my heart and my mind is at right now. But I can take the time to watch these old videos or look at old, you know, if you, if you document stuff out, read, read back of like what was going on with them. I'm not really as much of a written out documenter type person. I just love to do the videos. And they're not even videos for documents. It's just I like to take videos of my kids. But I use it as a great tool to remind myself of the progress we have made on those days whenever I really, really need that reminder. And you can also just talk with other people. This is, again, where community comes in play is whenever you're open about the fact that you're feeling that, then they can even remind you like, yeah, I get that you're having the struggle right now. And it's totally understandable that you're feeling frustrated. Don't forget that this has happened and this has happened and you've seen so much progress with that. And that's something to really be celebrated too. And that's why I think it's just so important to also have that community. But just being intentional about gratitude for those small wins that you do find, I would say would be step three. And then for number four, for me, it is resting and trusting in Jesus. And I kind of touched on that earlier, but it's just the fact that we understand that ultimately our children, their future, and what goes on in their life, it is actually in the hands of Jesus. And we can rest in that. And we can understand that while it is absolutely our job to provide the best care and love for our children, that is humanly possible. At the end of the day, what progress they do or don't see, what healing they do or don't see, what their life looks like as far as the areas of their health, and things like that. Yes, we can do things. Absolutely. Like I said, natural living, I'm all about switching to a more holistic lifestyle. But sometimes even when we do all of those things, we still don't see the results that we want. And that's where we have to come to the point of realizing that we can do all we can do. But at the end of the day, they are ultimately gods. And so for me, this is why it's so important, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode, is to have these daily declarations that are scripturally based that I am praying over my family that I'm filling my mind with. I also love to fill my home with worship music. I just want to be very intentional about inviting the Lord into my home and about filling my heart and my mind with scripture, with good and godly thoughts, and then also pouring that out, that overflow from myself that I have been intentional about investing in myself and letting that overflow pour out to my children. And that's something that's very important to me. I want my children to see me doing all I can to help them and then know that at the end of the day, I also understand and trust Jesus and that he has a good plan for their life. And so that's why those daily declarations are so important to me. And it's something that I just feel so strongly about being intentional with. I love to record myself reading those out. I record it once on my voice app and my phone. 
I pop in my earbuds and then I just listen back to myself saying it. I will do that every day. And it's just been really, really transformative for me. So I just think ultimately what it comes down to is that we do have to surrender our children to Jesus and the outcome of their lives and what, what it is going to look like. We do all we can do. We steward our, our home and our families well, but we surrender the outcome to him. And that's what I think of Isaiah 41.10, which says to fear not. He is with us and he is going to strengthen us. He will help us and he will hold us up. So we aren't the ones who are responsible for the results. We don't have to fear. We don't have to feel like it's all sitting on us. He will hold us up with, actually says with his righteousness, because it's not us. It's not our goodness. It's him. And that is such a freeing feeling to realize and to just surrender and trust him and his good plan for our children's lives. The other thing I think of is Galatians 6, 9, which tells us not to grow weary in doing good. Because in due time, we will reap what we sow. And I just cling to that promise of scripture that what I choose to intentionally sow into myself and into my family and into those around me, God promises that I will reap that. And there are times that I choose to sow things that aren't good, but that's just part of being a flawed, sinful human. But my heart's desire is to sow good into those around me, to sow good into my family. I want to be intentional about what I am putting in their bodies. I want to be intentional about what I'm putting on their bodies. I want to be intentional about what I'm filling my home with, what I'm filling my own heart and mind with. I want to be intentional about those things so that when God sees fit, I will reap what I have sown around me. It makes me think of gardening as well, something I love so much. You know, whenever I take the time to plant the seed and to tend to the soil and to care for the plant. Eventually, I will reap what I have sown and I will get that harvest. And that's how I like to look at investing in my family, in my children, in those around me, even in this podcast, is that God has given me these people in my life and these things, and it is my job to steward them well and leave the results up to him. But I can trust and rest in the fact that while it may not look and turn out how I think it might I know that no matter what, he says that I will reap a harvest from what I have sown. So that's where coming back to just being very intentional. What am I sowing into my own self, into those around me? Am I being intentional about what I'm doing with my children? Or do I need to be more intentional? Am I choosing to sit and live in disappointment and discouragement and, and I'm sowing that into my life and those around me? Or am I deciding to say, yes, this is a very real feeling. I'm going to address it. I'm going to acknowledge it. And then I'm going to move on from it. And I'm going to pick up hope and I'm going to move forward. Trusting in Jesus and knowing that he, no matter what, has good things planned for my family. It may not look how I think it should look. But I can trust that I know that he is good and he has good things for me, regardless of how it looks to me right now. So I hope that this has encouraged you. I hope that it has helped you to just possibly pick up some new ideas for ways that you can be intentional about sowing good things into your life, about practicing intentional gratitude. Then I would also love for you to get that daily declarations PDF and then just like I said, Record yourself saying those out, write out the scriptures, just really let those scriptures get into your heart and into your mind, and then just listen back. You can even record the scriptures as well, like record the declaration and then record the scripture right after that. 
and just I just do it in one big thing and I just listen to it. It's like a couple of minutes long for me normally and I just pop in an earbud and listen to it. I hope that's helpful for you as well. I have found just being intentional about what I'm putting in my heart and my mind has helped me so much to work through disappointment and discouragement and that feeling of defeat. And I think it all has to start with really rooting ourselves in scripture and in what God says. So I will see you guys back next time. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.